Hope you guys are ready. Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Startup Podcast, episode four, season two. And I got two special guests in the building, Isabel and Sam. Go ahead and introduce you guys, yourselves. <laughs> Isabel. What's up, guys? It's Sam. Yep. And everybody knows when we start our show, we always give a quick tip of the day. And I want one of these ladies here to give it to us today. What do you guys got for us? Yeah, Sam. Don't do a podcast when you don't have a voice. <laughs> That's your quick tip. <laughs> for right now. Isabel, do you have one for us? Um, gratitude. Start your morning with gratitude. I feel like when you start your morning with gratitude, you kind of like shift your, your reality. Okay, so um, jumping off of that, so every morning you wake up, you like write down what you're grateful for? No, um, not, not really. Um, how I first started, I listened to this book called <clears throat> The Secret. Um, and when I was listening to the book, it said to shift your, your consciousness um, to say thank you about a hundred times every every step or anything you do just to say thank you a hundred times. So because of that book, I just began saying thank you about anything. What was the name of the book again? The Secret. The Secret. And um, are you a fast reader? Because I read very, very slow. I listened to it on Audible, and honestly, it was a very good book to listen to. Okay. Is that Audible? It's like like 15 a month or something? Or how, how does that work? Um, I believe I got it on Amazon Prime. Ooh, she got Amazon Prime. You got Amazon Prime? I do. Y'all special. Y'all suburban kids. No. I ain't no suburban no. kid. I mean, I canceled my membership now, me? but at the time, you know, someone shared the book with me, and um, it was last year, actually, January, when I first began working at the IRS. And um, IRS? You be odder than people? Oh, it's tax season. <laughs> I don't audit nobody. I don't audit nobody. <laughs> you don't want no enemies. Uh, no. I'm out of here. Oh, Damn, goodness. I just quit from the IRS and I was in for fraud. So I'm coming for you. Wait, you were what? Yeah, that's what I was doing. Your department? For like, yeah. Fraud? Like fraud. But on the phones and like people call in and then our paperwork was going over like fraudulent cases. But I don't work there no more. Yeah, we we got your we heard you got your big girl job. I that, did that PG&E. That everybody loves getting into there. Nobody loves PG&E, but I love it. You love it? Pays great. <laughs> <laughs> it, honestly, there's a wrong image of PG&E and working there and learning. I've seen like a difference. Please interrupt this program. <laughs> um, Can we continue now? So, Isabel, going back to you. Before we got interrupted during the um, last show that didn't, yeah. you know, happen, we were talking about a little bit of, like, love life and relationships and <laughs> stuff of that sort. <laughs> so, um, have you had any <clears throat> recent situations that, you know, <laughs> you would like to get into or you want to skip that topic well define i mean what what should i say i mean guys nowadays are scared to commit i mean especially guys that are older what do you mean scared
scared to commit. Like, you feel like if they commit, they they feel like they're gonna get their heart broken, so they're just like, eh. Yeah, past trauma, past hurt. Um, in a way, yes. Uh, maybe some red flags probably come up from my end, which you know I'm. I feel like when you talk to anybody, you sort of get some red flags, but oh. it's normal. It just I feel like it just depends on how you're gonna take it. If you're gonna allow it to, um, you know, ruin the connection. It's either you build from the connection, and you know, um, heal from those red flags, even though that person is probably not your ex or anything. Um, but it's all a learning experience. We all make connections. We all, um, you know, throughout relationships, you learn what you like, what you don't like. And that way, um, when you're aligning with somebody who is for you, um, it, it's all going to work out because, you know, you're, you already know what you want. So you got to focus on what you want versus what you don't want. And it's again, like what the secret, the book was talking about, um, shifting your reality you know, you got to focus on what you want. That way, what you don't want doesn't come towards you. That's very powerful. It's about to be dropping bars low key sometimes. Like, <laughs> I'll be hearing her talk, and she's just like, she's like a, a, a quiet preacher. You know what I mean? Like, she come, come whisper, put the put the word in your mouth a little bit, or in your, in your ear a little bit. She's getting lazy with a little taste. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> she come back, like, I'll give you some more next time I see you. <laughs> Yeah, people be like, Isabel, sometimes I thought you were talking shit out of your ass, but now that I hear you talking, I'm like, mm. Preach. I'm, I'm smart. Preach. Where do you get that from? You get that from, like, it was a family thing? Like, the whole, like, believing, not believing in God, but, like, you you really, like, preach it like that. Like, where does that come from? I don't know. What do you mean? Like, do you, cause you go to church a lot, right? Do you get it from church? Like, why do you feel the word, feel the need to spread the word so much? Because people go to church and they like, they're quiet about it, but you're, like, very open. I feel like my purpose here is to serve, you know, to be in service of God. Um, and I feel like that's why we're all here, to love another. Um, also, you know, uh, just remind people of, of God's word or just the love that he gives. And, yeah, I mean... You gotta spread it if you know if you know knowledge you gotta spread it to other people definitely um, definitely sometimes you know information comes to you when you're ready what do you mean when you're ready when your conscious is ready when you know you meet people through alignment you meet people through energy through you know vibration frequency um what you are vibrating at and in order to receive knowledge, in order to listen, you know, to God or to listen to anybody, um, you have to be ready to hear that information. And if you're not, you're not going to, you're it's just going to go out the ear. But do you when, feel, I don't mean to interrupt, but no, go ahead. do you feel um, like God, he, he keeps giving you the same lessons over and over until you figure it out? Do you feel like that that's something you, that happens to you in, in your life? Or? Um. Yes and no. I mean, the universe is God and God is the universe and you are the universe. So you're going to continue to put yourself in situations until you learn from them. Um, and so, yeah, I would say you, you also put yourself in those situations. Mm -hmm. um, God gave us free will. 
sovereignty. He gave us the choice to choose what we go through, what we don't go through, what we tolerate, what we don't tolerate. Um, and I think that's the beauty of life. Of life, because you get to choose, you get to pick your reality. Everything's you a choice. Pick, yeah, like everything. Anything you do, you did it because you know you had to go through it. You know, it's all about self reflection on on everything. How do you feel about this, Sam? I don't know. I mean. Because you've been trying to drag me to church for a, a while. So I want to, I wanna, how yeah. do you feel about this specific topic? Well, for me, like, growing up, my family didn't really go to church, but I knew families that went. So I went, like, I used to, like, sing in church. But um, honestly, like, lately, this year, last year, and a few years before that, like, is when I started to believe more, like, honestly, like, when I met my ex's family, like, they're strong Christians. Um, some of them in the family are a lot stronger than some of them. Um, like, their belief system. And so it kind of brought God to me and, like, helped, like, and honestly, everybody has their own way of what they believe in and what they do for that. Um, like there's many different forms of being faithful to God. So that's anywhere from just praying, worshiping God is in many different forms, but for myself, I'm not going to like pretend that I follow the Bible. I pray, I ask God for forgiveness. I try to live by it, but I have a lot of things to fix if I really want to follow the Bible. I mean, fixed. Just, I mean, I sin every day. And sins every day. Yeah, 100%. But, <clears throat> like, there's certain things in the Bible that, like, people do or don't agree with. I agree with a lot of it. But am I doing it in my life? No. So. You feel like you need to get to that point, or you feel like you're yeah, making, you possibly, have your mind to your but own. But I am happy with who I am. But I'm like I said, like I'm not gonna sit in front of you and be like, I am the strongest believer here. Like I'm not. Oh, definitely. Like, I believe in God, but I'm not like. I'm not like. I'm not gonna pressure it on saint, you. The perfect angel. That's what you're trying to say. Or? Yeah, I'm definitely not like 100 percent not, but I do believe like praying and like you know worshiping god like you don't have to go to church but i mean if you're praying every night every day you're doing something right he knows yeah because your relationship with god is your relationship it's it's within yourself and that is seen in many different forms from like people that i just known and like i talked to but um what's like the biggest or most powerful thing you can like say god has done for you like you knew like at that moment, like, dang, God did this, you know? There's a lot, honestly. You mean, like, the one that stands out to you? For both of you guys, really. So, the biggest one for me was probably, like, in high school. I don't know. There's a lot. I don't know if I want to go, like, that deep into it. Go ahead. Whatever you want. Oh, we'll come back to you. Isabel, do you come have back. one? Come back. Um, the biggest thing that God has done for me? Like, that just pops out in your head, you know, top of the head. Well, I want to say, you know, this job, as I mean, I, you know, Sam helped me get this job. 
um, working at the IRS. And, um, you know, I didn't think I was going to get the job. Uh, I really, yeah, (laughs) I honestly didn't think I was. um, But I did. um, Another thing, too, my car, getting a new car, too. um, My first car, actually. And so, and my mom's accident, too. So God has moved a lot of mountains in my life. So, yeah. So? So, like, an easy one would be, like, my job, you know. Prayed about it, prayed for God to just give me give me a little bit something. Give me something to work with. Give me, like, one thing to show me that, like, you're still here. Because last year was a really hard year for me. But, like, my comeback, like, has been ridiculous. So that's all that matters. But, um... One moment where I definitely seen God move was um, I think I was I think I was a sophomore in high school, and my brother Ryan got in like this crazy accident. I mean, we literally went to the hospital and we were told that he was dead. Like we didn't even know. Like he was flown in. I'm talking about like down near everything broken in his body. He was bleeding internal. Like he needed a heart stent. Flown in from San Francisco. Like. There were just so many things, like his head cracked open from like here to there, like it was ridiculous. And when we got there, like they took us to a quiet room and they're like, okay, like who's the parents here? And like, it was like my mom's there. Like obviously my dad wasn't there, but like my grandparents and my brother and like being told like, well, we're going to bring a priest in because so far right now, like there's no response. And he's had been there for hours, but we didn't know because they they literally rushed him through like helicopter. helicopter and all that. So he went as a Jane Doe, and this has been for hours. And this is whenever my brother was like, I mean, like hardcore drug addict. But I mean, we were he was in ICU. Like, I just remember like my family might have not prayed as much, but I definitely did. And I just remember praying to God, like God, like do a miracle, like God, like move these mountains. Only you can, like God, do a miracle. And if you saw my brother today, you would not know that he was basically, like, dead for a while. I mean, he had to relearn how to walk, like, everything. Like, when I seen him, like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, in that hospital room, I was like, I don't even know if he'll ever. like, shock, right? Yeah, well, he was in a coma for, like, two weeks. And then, like, he went through, like, major surgeries and we didn't think he would walk again. Like, long story short, like three months in the hospital, two months ICU, one month regular, he was home and learned how to rewalk. And now today, like, he never goes to the doctor. He's a big pothead, but I'll take that over anything else. Is he still here with you? Because he's still here. And he's not, like, he's not a drug addict no more. And, like, I think, like, he doesn't know it, but deep down he knows within himself maybe, you know, like, God did that. Like, yeah. Literally, that was a mountain that I seen move that I never thought would see moved. That's when you knew, like, you probably knew this before, but that's when you could, like, see and, and allocate to, like, God is real. Like, God really oh, did this. Oh, 100%. Like, there's been so many moments in my life, and I don't even think I've ever shared certain moments with people. And I'm just like, holy crap, like... And people who don't believe, and maybe you, like, haven't seen that, but, like, for me, it's like, why wouldn't you want to believe in the greater? Like, why wouldn't you want to believe in something, like... Like, something, like, yes, something, like, you don't want to believe in a hell. Wouldn't you rather believe in a heaven? Like, why not believe in something good? Like, it's not going to kill you. Okay. I have a similar experience to Sam's brother's situation because my mom was in a car accident. Yeah. And 
a week before Fourth of July, and she had to be flown in too, and she was Jane Doe as well. Mm. And it's crazy. I didn't find out until hours later. Um, about the accident, or about mm-hmm. the accident, yeah. And I just remember crying, and um, I was with my best friend Joanna at the time in Turlock, and I was just crying to her, and we literally heard three knocks on the door. You know. The, wait, after about, you had found out. Like I, I found out like I found out like an hour like after she got off work, I went to her apartment, grabbed my things, and I was like crying to her. She was holding me, and then we were talking about like I believe we were talking about God, and um, yeah, we heard the three knocks, and you know she looked, and there was nothing. We looked it up, and I believe the verse was Jeremiah thirty three or thirty three three, I don't know, one of those. Um, uh, yeah, and. And it talked, I forgot what it talked, I forgot what the verse said, but I remember driving home and listening to Christian music and crying and, you know, telling God, like, please, like, have her be okay. And, you know, reading the Bible, going to my brother's house. And I went into his mother-in-law's bathroom and in there it was Jeremiah 333. So, um, you know, I just knew uh, no matter what, like, happens, you know, to pray and to give my mom, you know, that energy and, you know, so much love. And and she was in the hospital for about a month and she was able to walk a month after that. And I was there when she was in the hospital and the, the doctor told her um, that she was lucky to be alive. And I even asked him, how long is it going to take for her to recover? And he said about a year, and a year and a half. But now she's working and... She's, she's driving. She's this is what, like six, seven months ago? Mm-hmm. This is recent. Yeah. Man. Four foot to July. And the three knocks, is it because of the number three or the three knocks is actually in the book? Um. So when I looked it up, it said mocking, but I didn't take it as mocking because my faith was there. You know, I was already going to church. I was like working on my faith and... And, you know, I resonated with Jeremiah 333. So, um, and those, that's an angel number, and three is a good number. It's the number. Holy Trinity. So, I associated with God. That's my song in your prayer. Mm-hmm. So. Man. Yeah. Those are two powerful moments. Crazy. I, I don't really have anything that compares to those two, so I, don't, I kind of don't want to say mine. You could say it. No, it doesn't compare to any anything like that That's fine. Like, what's it, What's your moment where you're like, wow, God is, like, real? Um, I guess we can take it back to like a work thing. Um, it's not what you're thinking, but so one one day I was at work. I was like, I was having like a terrible day, really, like a terrible, terrible day. And those those of you who don't know, I was like at my nine to five on a forklift at my job. And I was like, you know, I need to like really quit this job. And I was like, I need to really dive into this real estate because it's starting to take off, right? And I was like, I need to start hitting up my clients. And it's, I work the morning shift, so when I'm thinking about this, it's like seven in the morning. So I'm not going to call him that earlier, right? So it gets to about like 9 o'clock. And all of a sudden, I had two clients call me within 30 minutes saying, hey, I have investors that want to buy properties out there. It was They both had two each. So that, it was four properties. Like they wanted just off that one day while I was mm-hmm. sitting there just thinking like, damn, I need to dive into this. Mm-hmm. And when that happened that day, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving this job. Like now I started to realize like God is real. Like he was listening to what I was praying for and... Mm-hmm. He showed me like right away, like, yeah, you do need to leave. Like he's, he gave me signs, even what we talked about um, on the last episode that mm-hmm. didn't really count. But yeah, 
how um the that trailer had just collapsed or whatever. Yeah. That was that was him. Even though like I came down and got hurt and all that, I'll but be all right. Here. I'm okay. I'm still here. He was like, "Yeah, you need to leave." Like, that was sign number two. Like, "Hey, you should go." <clears throat> so I'm 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 not gonna take any more signs. Like, yeah, I I get the picture now. Type. So that's that's kind of my story on it, but it doesn't compare to what you guys had going on there. It all works in many but ways. It, yeah. it works in different ways. Exactly. Exactly. But um, I Dan, I had a question for you guys, and I just kind of like lost <laughs> track of it during my story. But you guys have a question for me? Like, let's flip the gears a little bit. What do you guys got for me? Like, any questions? Well, what got you into real estate? Okay, that's a great question. What got me into real estate? Um, Shoes. I remember those days whenever we would talk about it when we were writing those letters. Oh yeah, that's when I was. This happened before that though. All right, yeah. so um. Maybe like three, how old am I, 25? I'll say about three, four years ago, probably three years ago, I was at a graduation party. And I was at a graduation party, and at that graduation party, there was only one other black guy there. And I, I looked at him, and he's like, he's not like any other black guy I've met before, right? He's from Atlanta. I didn't know that, but he was, he was from Atlanta. He's like older than me. He's like 27 at the time. I was 22. Um, and he's like, he's just carrying himself different, right? So I go up to him, and I ask him, I was like, hey, bro, what do you do for a living? He's like, I'm a real estate investor. I said, what? What the hell is that? Like, I never heard of that before. I was like, you mean you're like a real estate agent? Like, what do you do? He's like, no, I'm a real estate investor. We flip houses. We buy them, flip them, renovate them. Um, we have like cash flow. We do Airbnb, all types of stuff. I'm like, what the hell? And we had like a two-hour conversation like that day at the graduation party. We're not even paying attention to graduation, right? Me and him having a conversation in the back. And after that day, I went and like researched re- real estate investing and I went down like this rabbit hole of just real estate investing, getting in, investing in general, right? Just a bunch of passive income, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And just that one conversation changed my life, like, completely. So whenever I get, I haven't, I talked to him, like, one time after that um, day, but I, I plan on going to Atlanta one day and just visit him, like, just to go thank him in person because mm-hmm. that one conversation, like, flipped my life completely. And that's nice of him to share that. Yeah, he didn't have to tell me anything, but he shared, he right. laid out all the beans and I, I was there to listen, you know, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I got started in real estate. So um, I have, like, a question for you guys. This is what I was going to go to. So you guys are in your careers right now. You just started your big girl job, right? Have you have you guys ever wanted to start a business? And if you did, what business would it be? That's a good question. <clears throat> There's, like, a couple things that I would definitely want to do. Um, I've always wanted to do something with fitness, whether it's like a gym or like a woman's gym or something in in the fitness category. Or honestly, like I love kids, so like I wouldn't mind having like a daycare or something. Daycare. You Bring really me all know. the babies. Sam's <laughs> daycare. Like <laughs> what about you? What, what business would you start? Business. Um, it would have to do with I want to I want to say holistic healing that I feel like you know that's kind of my goal holistic healing and herbalism kind of healing the mind the body and the soul um kind of make my own products know, products yeah you know organic stuff share more um, organic foods, maybe build my own greenhouse, that stuff. Are you, um, are you vegan? 
I wouldn't say I'm vegan. I like um, I don't try to eat more alkaline foods, but sometimes I still eat like grains, um, some a little bit of cheese here and there. But I wouldn't say I'm full vegan. Uh, I did change the way I ate a year ago. Seems very like healthy to me because we were talking about you're a runner too. So I'm like, she runner, she she's vegan. Probably I thought she was vegan, but mm-hmm. like you seem very just healthy in general to me. So um, where did that come from? Like why? You walk like a documentary and it like change your whole perspective on food. Like what happened? So, last episode we we're talking about my foot injury. Um, I got an MRI and they injected me with contrast dye and that got me really sick. I was really swollen. Um, at the time I was working at a raisin packing house, and I couldn't go to work and um, end up getting on antibiotics and the antibiotics got me really sick. Um, I had a lot of side effects. I was really swollen. Um, it hurt really bad. And then I just stumbled across, I was on Instagram and I just stumbled across Dr. Sebi. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Not familiar. Is he like, um, like about herbs and vitamins? Yeah. Okay. Keep going. So I came across Dr. Sebi and I just went kind of in a little rabbit hole and I showed my mom and my mom told me that, uh, basically that she knew about all those things because um, my mom kind of went through a traumatic experience a little bit with her nerves as well and she did the whole detox type of stuff as well so I wasn't aware of the antibiotics doing harm to my body because you know years and years of you know pharma taking pharmaceuticals um, you kind of depend on the doctors because the doctors are you know doctors I guess um, we've been conditioned to taking medicine, even though medicine has harmful chemicals in it. Um, you know, also being a student athlete, always taking ibuprofen all the time is not really good for you. But yeah, I just um, dived more into that, and also uh, my older brother has uh, chronic kidney disease, mm-hmm. so I decided to go on this detox journey. Um, one of my really good friends, Lauren, uh, reached out to me last year and, and told me um, there's a way for your body to heal itself. And I believe it's called detoxification, regenerification or something. I, I forget the name, but um, she's taking courses from this guy, uh, this doctor. His name is Dr. Morris, and I've watched his videos as well. And he does eye rheology, eye rheology and um, he looks at the eyes and through the eyes you could just tell um, if people have severe chronic uh, <coughs> diseases from, you know, whatever the American diet we've been eating. So that's, I kind of began last year around this time. I never really ate fruits and vegetables like that before. And I started eating fruits for a week and then I would eat chicken for a while. Then I just ate that for a while then I just dived in and ate fruits for and vegetables for three months just to see how my body would feel because you know the sun is source sun is energy so fruits you know absorb the energy from that and I just wanted to see it for myself uh um do you feel okay so growing up I used to just sports too right all the time I was probably one of the best athletes out there, if I'm not lying to y'all, right? <laughs> but I didn't eat healthy. I ate whatever. McDonald's didn't matter. Burger, not any Burger King, but 
Taco Bell. It didn't matter. Anything, I still go out there and I feel like I can perform at a high level. For you, though, do you feel like you had to eat um, healthy and, like, just greens and stuff to perform high? Or could you sit there and eat, you know, sloppy meal before a race and still go out there and perform? Because I feel like I could. But we play two different mm-hmm. sports. So how, how do you feel? I mean, I would say no. Because now I feel like I'm much better. Um it's different. It's hard to explain. Um, I feel like my mind is also different. And my consciousness is also different from then. Because then, as a runner, they say carbs, 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 eat a lot of pasta. And trust me, I ate all the pasta. I ate pasta every day, spaghetti every day, even SM. I ate spaghetti a lot. And... um Throughout that time, I developed allergies. I developed tonsillitis. And through that, you develop thyroid disease and all these other things. And it's very common for women. And, um, you know, you you get tonsil stones and then they put you on antibiotics. And then you're always taking antibiotics. And that just kills good bacteria. And, you know, Sam had to get her tonsils removed. And that is just not it. Like, they should not be taking out your tonsils whatsoever because, you know, it's just, just something you need. But... I'm not going to really get into that. That's just a whole nother thing. But um, I feel like now me changing the way I ate a year ago, I feel so much better. And I'm going to continue this. Um, and uh, hopefully in the next couple of years, I, I'm, I'm going to have more experience to be able to, you know, allow people to join this journey with me. Because, you know, your body can heal itself from any disease, as Dr. Sebi would say, as Dr. Morris would say. And I believe it. Um, yeah. Okay, okay. We got healthy Miss Isabel over there. What about you, Sam? Are you, you, you consider yourself healthy or are you just, what do you, what do you consider yourself? Because I know you go to the gym a lot. Um, I consider myself like healthy, but like I eat what I want. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. I don't care. Period. I mean, I've gotten this far. So. You feel like you can you perform at the same level whether you ate healthy or not? Boy, you seen what we would eat before track meet. But what I'm asking is, like, if you ate healthier, would you perform better? Um, Do you, in your mind? Because I don't think so. I don't know. Honestly, I don't really know because, like, when I was in track, like, high school-wise, like, I wasn't really, like, allowed to eat a bunch of crap before meet. So I would eat, like, you know greens, whatever, granola bars, try to eat, like, somewhat healthy, sure. But at the same time, like, I can eat, like, a fat-ass piece of pizza, and I did the same. Go out there and perform, right? Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's just different. It was just different. Um, I do agree with, like, definitely more healthy foods, like, 100%. It just makes you feel better. Um, Eating your fruits and veggies, I 100% agree with that. For me, I um, I don't mind eating what I eat. That's just my opinion. Um, I feel like I've gone this far with eating it, so it's like I don't feel like the worst. Um, and yeah. Um, Isabel, so I if I had a, we circle back, right? You said. This topic pretty much would have been the business you would start, right? Like. Yeah. Totally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what is preventing you from starting that right now? Well, 
First, I, I need to take the courses from Dr. Morris. I need to learn more about the eyes. I need to learn more about, you know, um, detoxification. I, I, ha I have to understand the lymphatic system, the kidneys, the adrenal glands, all of that, because everything's connected. Um, even in your hands, you know, you're, you're connected in here with your organs and your feet. Um, and it's just... It's just a lot of information. You, you have to really study it. It's, you know, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's stopping me um, because I know, like, I'm going to get there. It's just I work full time. You only have, like, certain hours to actually, you know, study all of this. Yeah, I get you. And then you. taking the courses as well, you know, that I don't know how long that is, but, you know, I, I think from what my friend Lauren has told me it, it's at your own pace but again you know when I, it's at your own pace you have to like set aside your your free time to be committed to something and sometimes things get in the way you're not able to do it so yeah um but yeah, I think just me doing this myself and experimenting with myself and eating foods and doing these cleanses and um it's just all learning, a learning experience and more uh, knowledge and stuff, yeah. I'm shifting gears just a little bit. I don't know if you guys are watching the YouTube version of this or the Instagram version of this, but we had a little one come and join us for the show. <laughs> so we're going to talk about little ones <laughs> nowadays. So Sam, you are the single mother here. I'll let you take gear first. How is it having a child of your own? And um, do you want more kids? Like, Let's, let's talk about it. Um. Being a mom has definitely changed me. And I know both of you guys are definitely a witness of that. For sure. For you can so. definitely live your life how you want. And I was, I had my fun, like nothing too crazy, honestly. But when I became a mom, everything that I, like everything just changed in me. Like my priorities, everything. Like, I mean, everything changes. Some people, maybe it changes in a different way. But for me, I I consider myself, like, a very protective mom. And I feel like some people say, like, oh, my God, like, you're coddling him. I'm like, I don't care. Like, he's my son. Is he spoiled? 100%. Am I going to, like, regret that a little bit? Maybe. But also, like, my goal is to give him, like, the best life possible. But being a mom is, like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, like the biggest blessing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love it. I mean, how could you not be happy? Is it hard? Definitely. Is it a lot of work? Yeah, it's it's a full-time job. Like to all the stay-at-home moms, like 100% got me behind your back. It is not easy. I was, I was a stay-at-home mom, but like also like being a single mom and working full-time and splitting custody, it's so much work, but... You feel like you gain more power now that you're a single mom because you have to do a lot of things um, for yourself now? I definitely found myself because I've used to tend to be very dependent on like a partner and I never believed the person I was with that would tell me that. And like finding myself now, I am totally much more of who I really wanted to be. Like I know who I am. I know I'm like a strong woman and everything. Um, I consider myself very strong-minded. I've had so many things that definitely could have like knocked me down and like I didn't have to get back up. But like honestly, failure is like not an option for me. 
Especially now, like having a kid, like. It has to work or it has to work. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like in the conversation before, like our first round of this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, just about like anything, like um, becoming a mom, like honestly, I went through the postpartum. I went through it all. And like for me, my mind like doesn't let me fall deep into like my thoughts. So I would love to like have a conversation one day with like a mom who really went through like the postpartum and see how like our minds work because every mom is so different. <clears throat> but for me, like, I, I don't know, like I'm like, Isabel knows, I'm a very strong-minded person. Like, I, I'm not sure if that's a Scorpio in her, but <laughs> <laughs> she's a strong woman. I don't even know how to explain it, but when you have a kid, you'll, you'll just, you just know. Mm. The day I found out I was pregnant changed my whole life. Yeah. My whole aspect on life. Were you like, scared? Were you happy? Honestly, I was definitely not scared. Right. I felt like I was meant to be a mom and like I was ready. What about um, you, Isabel? No kids, right? No kids. <laughs> I'm not having kids anytime soon? Mm, I mean, I would like to, but as I'm now, I don't see it. What do you mean you don't see it? You don't see the partner you're going to be with, so you don't see the kids, right? Yeah, that. But I wouldn't mind having a kid. Um, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not going to have a kid. I like don't know. Soon or ever? Ever. You can't say that. <laughs> no. I definitely see her being a mom. <laughs> yeah. no, yes. I don't know. I don't know if that's a fear because... Um, You're so young. Yeah, I am still young. I just don't know if that's a fear of mine. Um, I don't know if that's just like a confidence thing. Um or, I don't know, I, I really, I've always said, like, I don't want to have kids. But again, like, that could be, be a fear of mine. Yeah. Have you, um, have you been close before? Like, have you been in love to where, like, to the point where you wanted to have a kid with a guy and then it just didn't work out? Is that why you feel like you're scared now? Yes, because I have been in love with somebody and thought maybe I wouldn't have a kid with him, but, you know didn't work out so I mean but I was young I would say I was 19 oh, <laughs> young you know young and dumb you know young love yep so um but now I I, I honestly I, I I literally thought this is what I thought when I was 19 <clears throat> years old I literally thought I was gonna be engaged by 23 have oh God, be married same. by 24 and have my first kid at 25. Sounds like a plan, huh? No, it's not because I passed 23. I'm already 24. <laughs> I'm going to be 25 in September. But, um, you know, when you're ready, you're ready. So right now I'm living my life um, as I should be because I know I'm on the right path. And uh, when that time comes, that time comes. So could have a kid. Can I have a kid? Who knows? You're going to have a we'll kid. See. Don't worry about it. <laughs> This is all, it's all in God's plan. Just take your time. Exactly. Take it slow. You're on 24. 24. Divine timing, you know, got to trust and be patient. Dre, what how about you? For me? Do you want kids? Yeah. I do, actually. I want I want a good amount of kids. How many? I do, how many? I don't want them right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but how many? Because we ain't getting any younger. Okay, my plan is, I'm 25, right? Uh-huh. Just, just hear me out. Just hear me out. I'm 25. I want to have all my kids, like my youngest kid, I want to be... 
18 by the time I'm 50. That means I have to have all my kids by the time I'm 32. That means I have seven years. Okay. How many kids How do you many want, kids? though? I want, like, three or four. At least. You gotta get. <laughs> at least, right? You better treat that woman right. You feel me? You better find that woman because that's <laughs> a lot of work. That too. Uh, I got to find her and, like, get her ready. Like, hey, we only got, like, seven years to get this done, you know? Because I, I want to be, like... <laughs> Retired, retired kids out the house right. at 50. Like, y'all can go now. Like, I did, did my job, you know? Well, I don't know if it's going to be at that point you at 50, but like that's that. just my now plan. Like, I've lived 25 years. 25 years yeah. from now, That's I want to be retired. Just kids, do what you got. You got to go to school. I don't care. Just leave. You feel me? So, <laughs> yeah, that's my plan. So I have to have four kids. I don't have to, but the plan is to have four more kids or four kids by the time I'm 32. Wow. And I'm 25, so... Time's ticking, huh? Time's ticking. <laughs> I but mean, your prayers, nah. If it comes to the point where I only have like one kid at 32, then that's what it is. So I might stop at that point. I don't know. <clears throat> I just know I don't want to be super old kids. <clears throat> I definitely thought I would have had another kid already by now. Mm, probably closer than you think. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? But, you know, people on here think I'm pregnant. <laughs> Relax. No, 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 she's not pregnant. You're not pregnant, are you? No. Okay, just throwing it out there. Oh but my God. We need to wrap up this show. So I want you guys to talk about your five year plan. Where do you guys see yourself in five years? And then at the end of it, give us a word to walk away with. So Isabel, you can go first. Where do you see yourself in five years relating to the topic at hand? Um, where I see myself in five years, uh talking about my goals of, you know, detoxing and um my spirituality. I kinda wanna be a spiritual Healer, leader, medicine woman. Um, that's where I see myself in five years. Healing humanity. Yeah. I can see that. Um, for me, I, you know, I would love to have another baby, maybe two. Have my family. Um, definitely look forward to seeing my career blossom and just seeing what God has in store for me because, I mean, the prayers have been here. They have been answered. Like, so in five years, I see myself being, looking back at this day, looking back at my my worst days and being like, wow, like, I really made it through. I see myself being successful and just being, like, even stronger of a woman that I am today. Amen. And you guys are both going to complete those goals. I, I can definitely see it. <laughs> so let's let's before we get out of here, let's get that word of the day from each one of you guys. What do you guys look at that camera and tell them what what can they walk away with to um you know have a good good day because they're probably listening to this in the car, probably listen to this you know on YouTube. So mm-hmm. just look at them and tell them tell them what's up. Ask and you shall receive. Sam, um, I'm just gonna keep mine on the topic of moms out there. You know, any day that feels like your worst day, just pick yourself up. You have a job to do. And I mean that in the best way possible. But look at your babies and you're going to see like God's gift is right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And just pray about it and always seek help if you need it. Never be ashamed. There we go. Can't end it no better than that. The Startup Podcast, episode four. Kind of like a part two of episode four, if we're being honest. But (laughs) thank you guys, Isabel and Sam. Thank you guys for coming. We really want you guys back on the show one day. I will be back when I have my voice back, for (laughs) sure. We'll bring you back in five years to see if that plan came (laughs) through. 
Okay. Well, thank you guys for coming. Thank you, you guys. for having us. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel, everybody. Throw out your Instagrams, Instagram. please. Samantha Diaz. Just look me up. Virgo Bells. And Andre, the agent. Y'all know me already. But I'm going to still say it for the people who don't. So thank you for coming. Please subscribe to the channel. And peace. We love you guys. <coughs> oh, my gosh. <coughs> my phone died. No.